When I was first trying to get my business started, I spent a lot of time watching YouTube videos about how to start online businesses and about business strategies. I also listened to podcasts and read blog posts and was subscribed to, I'm sure, dozens of email newsletters. I was hungry for advice about how to get my business started and get it actually making money. I'm guessing you can probably relate. Now, I really appreciate all the advice that I got from so many mentors afar during that phase, but I have to say that sometimes the advice can actually be the problem because as you read those blog posts and listen to the podcast and watch the YouTube videos, you get so many different ideas for things that you could be working on and you feel like maybe you should be, and it can make it really difficult to know exactly what you should be focusing on when you're first starting out. I wanna give you my best advice for exactly that what to focus on when you're first starting out. And this is based on, in retrospect, what I see actually made the difference versus other things that were actually just distracting me from the work I needed to do. We became entrepreneurs because more than anything, we want freedom. We want to be in control of our own schedule, income, and life. But unfortunately, that isn't always the reality of being a business owner. I'm Gillian Perkins, and I'm on a mission to take back entrepreneurship for what it's supposed to be. In every episode, I'll share with you how to get the most out of every hour you work so that you can work less and earn more. Let's get to it. The reason that it's so important that you figure out what you should focus on is because of the 80-20 principle. The 80-20 principle states that typically we get 80% of the results from 20% of our efforts. It's just 20% of the things we do that make the biggest difference. And on the other hand, 80% of the things we do only create 20% of the efforts. And so if you want to reach your goals as quickly as possible, it's really important that you focus on that 20% of the things you can do out of all those things you could do that are going to really produce the biggest results and have the biggest impact on your progress toward your goals. The first thing to focus on is simply being decisive, making decisions and then sticking with them until you see them create results. Something that slowed me down so much when I was getting started was bouncing back and forth between different ideas, different strategies for making money, different product ideas and different marketing strategies. I'd work on one thing for a little while and then when I didn't see it produce results, I would switch to something else. I didn't want all my eggs to be in one basket because we've all heard that's not a good idea and so I was trying to diversify. But the problem with this was that my efforts were spread too thin so I wasn't making any real progress or ever really getting momentum with any one strategy. Number two, simple branding and design. So if you're starting your own business, then you are going to need to have your business have some sort of appearance. If it's a local business, then this might be a storefront and you might need to think about what the inside of your store will look like. But regardless of whether your business is online or off, there will be some visuals involved. You'll probably have a website, a logo, you'll decide certain colors to use in graphics you create. If you're creating content, then you might need to decide what font that content should be in. If you decide to run an ad in the newspaper, or in Facebook or in Google, you might need to decide exactly how you're going to word things or maybe what the ad itself looks like with what colors and what fonts. 
No doubt about it, branding is important. It's a big part of how you attract customers to your business, which ultimately affects your bottom line. But the trap here is that you can spend way too much time designing branding. And a lot of the time, the more we try to design our branding, the worse it can look, especially if we're not naturally gifted at branding design. I know that I made this mistake where I poured tons of time into some really awful designs. I'm talking about YouTube thumbnails early on, logos, different graphics for different things. It was just a mess. So what I wish I had done differently is spent a lot less time on the designs and just tried to keep them really simple. Because the less you do, the less opportunity there is for you to mess up. It's much easier to make a super simple design look professional than if you start adding in a lot more elements. So with that said, I'd recommend that you just choose one or two fonts and one or two colors, maybe a couple neutrals to go along with it. You write your company's name in one of your chosen fonts. Maybe you make it your brand color and you keep it that simple. Don't try to design a fancy logo. When you design graphics, just use those fonts and use those colors consistently. Number three, Focus on quality. This is all about doing better, not just doing more. When I was first starting out, I was trying to be in all the places and do all the things. So I was on a dozen different platforms and creating content for each of them. And because I was creating so much content, none of it was very good quality. But when you're first getting started, you are lost in a sea of competition. There are millions of other people doing things similar to you, and it's really hard to get anyone to pay attention to what you're doing and to start to get that momentum and growing your audience and your brand and your business. And what you really need to do to stand out is to do things that are exceptional. Create exceptional work that really stands out to people and gets them talking. Work that other people will be interested in sharing with others because that's when things start to really grow virally. We just put the finishing touches on a brand new free business course for all of you who are listening right now because you're just getting your business started. I know that when you are in those beginning stages, there are so many unknowns and it can be hard to grasp the big picture of where you're really taking your business and what you need to do to grow your business and reach your goals for it. I know that because that was exactly how I felt for the first few years when I was getting started and it took me quite a while to understand that big picture. But once I did, I got so much clarity about exactly what I needed to do. So that's why I decided to create this free small business 101 course that gives you that big picture perspective. It teaches you the basics of what you need to do to get your business started, as well as helps you to understand actually how your business is going to make money and how you can set up a sales funnel to drive sales into your business, how you can start working with those customers sooner rather than later. So if this sounds like it would be helpful to you and you want to get your hands on a free copy of this course, then just head to gillianperkins.com slash 101. This next one might sound really hard. You might wonder, how can I focus on this? But let me explain how you can do it. So the fourth thing I'd recommend you focus on is differentiating yourself from your competition. When you're first starting out, there are so many other people who are offering similar products or services as you, or they're saying similar things, they're creating similar content. And so you can just get drowned in that competition. So how do you rise above and get people to pay attention to you and start to build your audience and your brand and get customers purchasing your products? Well, it starts with standing out and not just being part of that homogenous sea. 
But how can you do this? How can you decide how you should be different or how can you make yourself different or better? Well, it starts with answering questions like these. What is a mistake that you see people commonly making in your industry? Or what is a mistake that you see people make when they are trying to get the result that you help people get or that your product helps people get? Oftentimes, standing out is as simple as calling out those mistakes and explaining why they're mistakes and what you would recommend differently. And that can be enough to make people pay attention to you. Another tact you can take here is to think about what problems people have with your competitors' products. So for example, if you look at similar products on Amazon, whether you're planning to sell on Amazon or not, you can read the reviews and you can see what problems people have with those products. And the good news is that people have problems with every product. So you are definitely bound to find some areas for improvement. There are two more things I think are really important for you to know about this differentiating process. The first is that it is much more powerful to be really different in one way than to be a little different in a lot of ways. We just don't pay attention to companies that are a little different in a lot of ways or a little better in a lot of ways. We don't really have a reason to care. But when they take a stand on an issue, when they call out a mistake, or when they're substantially better in some way, then we pay attention. And the other thing is this phrase, different is better than better. Now, just like most rules, there are exceptions to this. Sometimes being way better than your competition is enough but most often people will pay more attention to you and you'll stand out from your competition a lot more if you are more different rather than just trying to be a little bit better. And when you're first starting out, that's the most important thing. Just are people paying attention to you and your brand? Because nobody can buy your products until they know your products exist. And normally that starts with knowing that you and your brand exist. Later on, when you're past this starting phase and you are one of the known competitors in your industry, that's when it comes to those incremental gains and just being a little better than your competition. And that can make the difference between whether or not people choose to buy your products. But when you're first starting out, you just need to stand out. And finally, number five, focus on making your first sales as soon as possible. When first starting out, most people spend way too much time on branding, business setup, and trying to scale. But here's the thing, you can't scale until you have something to scale. And if what you're trying to scale right now is a business that isn't making money, then that's exactly what you will scale. You'll just grow a bigger, fancier business that isn't making any money. Instead, what you need to do is focus on making your first dollars as quickly as possible, and then you can work on scaling those money-making systems. And making those first dollars, it's not just about the money you make or even getting yourself on that trajectory of growth. It's almost more about what you learn through the process. Because the truth is that through the process of selling your first products, you learn a lot. Starting with that people want to buy your products. Because honestly, when you're first trying to sell something, you have no idea if there's demand for it. Unless it's something that lots of other people are already selling, which in that case, you have some evidence. But if it's something new, if it's a product that you created, then you don't know for sure if there's really demand for it. So making those first sales is so important because it gives you the confidence that you're on the right track and that there really is demand for your product. 
You also learn why people want it. You learn this based off of what they tell you and you can ask them why they are interested in purchasing your product or why they want the outcome that your product provides. And this is really valuable when it comes to marketing your product because then you can say that reason to other people and it can help to convince them that they do want your product. You also learn what obstacles people are facing when they want a certain outcome that you could help them with. Maybe it's as simple as they don't know how, but maybe they have another problem, like they don't have enough time to actually do the work to get the result they want. Or maybe they are worried about some potential problem that they're going to run into, or maybe they don't have the right supplies. As you learn what those obstacles are, you can build solutions to those problems into your product, and that will make your product way more desirable to future customers. Ultimately, what you're learning here is what the marketing messages are that actually work to sell your product. Because only when you know what the marketing messages are, are you able to scale them and say those marketing messages to the masses and make sales in mass. When you're first starting out, it's tough to know what to focus on because there are so many things you could work on, but it is vital that you do figure this out and choose to work on the right things because of this principle. You will get closer to your goals if you take 10 steps in the right direction than if you take 100 steps in the wrong direction. That makes sense, right? If you're trying to get somewhere, 10 steps in the right direction takes you closer than 100 steps in the wrong. And the same thing applies to building your business. If you're working on the wrong things when you're first getting started, or really at any point in the process, you're working on the wrong things, it doesn't matter how much work you put in, you're never going to get to your goals. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Work Less, Earn More. Now, here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of this episode you're listening to right now and share it out on your Instagram stories. And when you do, make sure you tag me at Gillian Z Perkins so I can see you're listening. Sharing on stories is going to help more people find this podcast so they too can learn how to build their business in a way that allows them to work less and earn more. And if you really love the show, head over to Apple Podcasts right now and leave Work Less, Earn More a review to give it a boost and help even more people find it. Okay, let's wrap this up. I'm Gillian Perkins, and until next week, stay focused and take action. Take action.